You are listening to Golden Otter Divinations, where the metaphysical meets the mainstream with Autumn Seibel. Tune in 9 a.m. Pacific, the first Friday of every month, as Autumn helps you manifest your dreams by connecting to loved ones in spirit, empowering you to find both physical and spiritual healing. Are you ready to transform your life and connect to divine guidance through practical strategies? Golden Otter Divinations is the place to find engaging interviews with medical experts, practicing mediums, intuitives, healers, and many more. Now, here's your host, Autumn Seibel. Hi, everyone. I'm Autumn, and you're listening to Golden Otter Divinations. Stay with me for the next hour as I explore where the metaphysical meets the mainstream. Join me live each first Friday of the month at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, when I have informative and engaging interviews with medical experts, practicing mediums, intuitives, healers, and many more to help uplift, educate, and empower listeners like you to find physical and spiritual healing. So today it's just me, and I have one question. Are you ready to step into your dream life here in the physical? Because I just did exactly that. Today, I'm going to do a deep dive into my new book, Lunar Manifestations, A Medium's Guide to Manifesting by the Cycles of the Moon, which offers a year of new and full moon rituals to help you move from the life you're living to the one you're dreaming about. I'm so excited to finally share how in under a year, I went from feeling like I had everything I deserved to realizing I could manifest anything I desired, and then some, by following the natural cycles of the moon. Get ready to learn all new law of attraction, manifestation, and mediumship expert tips and tricks that truly work. Because what I really want to explore over the next hour is where do you see yourself one year from today? So to raise my vibration and really get into the flow, I usually like to start the show by asking all my guests if they've had any golden moments lately. Golden meaning a time they were just totally in the flow or an interaction that they knew was sent by spirit or otherwise otherworldly. Something that made them smile and their hearts sing. For me, my golden moment has been moving to Africa. We've just arrived and as a family, we're starting to get settled and really starting to explore this new space that we call home. Now, a lot of you might be saying, what, Africa? When did that happen? Literally overnight is when it happened. Um, I'm going to share during this broadcast how I planted a seed of intention with my spouse last May, which is the Taurus new moon, which we're coincidentally coming up exactly one year ago from today on. And in under a year, here we are living our new life that we had seriously been dreaming about. Um, And it really did happen out of the blue. Like Africa was a total, total never thought that would manifest in my reality, but yet here I am and it's absolutely perfect. So back to you. Are you new to playing with the law of attraction or a seasoned pro looking for an easy and organized way to monitor your co-creation endeavors as you draw them from the immaterial planes into your physical reality? Then stay with me because I'm going to start exploring the lunar cycle. So we're going to talk about what the lunar cycle is, what the stages of the lunar cycle are, and what the associated yin and yang energies of each moon phase are, and how knowing that can help us dial up the energy or downshift our energy while using the law of attraction. So when we're talking about the lunar cycle, we're talking about the eight phases that the moon goes through, um, starting with the new moon, moving through the full moon, and back to the new moon. So those those are the two big ones that everybody knows, the new moon and the full moon. The moon actually goes through eight 
cycles. And because the moon is the Earth's only natural satellite, it's really useful to know those phases. Um, if you, like me, find yourself in Africa and aren't exactly plugged into the daily ongoings of the world. I know in the modern high-tech world, it um, we've got calendars and apps and everything at our fingers fingertips. But in a more indigenous um place like where I happen to find myself in Africa people really do use the cycles of the moon that just happens to be where I find myself which is both coincidental and absolutely an unfoldment of divine timing um but over the last year moving myself from the typical western view of time being this linear linear construct to a more natural view of of time Um, and familiarizing myself with the cycles of the moon, I see how to use it to manifest and use the law of attraction. So back to the phases of the moon. There's the new moon, the waxing crescent, the first quarter moon, the waxing gibbous, the full, the waning gibbous, might be saying that wrong, correct me if uh, if you're from NASA, call me, (laughs) tell me how to pronounce it. The third quarter, the waiting crescent, and then back to the new moon. So the new moon is the one that we we talk a lot of, um, a lot of people know the full moon, but we the new moon is actually really important because that's the time in the cycle when the moon is um, not clearly visible to the naked eye. It's actually obscured, and that's when it's located between the sun and earth, and the dark side of the moon is facing the earth. Um, that's when solar eclipses can happen, Um, It's because the moon blocks the rays of the sun, creating a shadow on parts of Earth. But the point of the story is the new moon is when you want to set your intentions because that is a yang energy phase. So the moon moves through yin and yang, yin and yang energy phases, yin being the slower, relaxing times of manifesting when things kind of unfold naturally, and it's about ease and flow. And then the um, yang phase of the moon where you're really just um, turning up the dial and and going going for it. I like to compare it to a yoga class where you might do like a yin yoga class where you just kind of relax into the long held poses. Um, you know, you just get into a, a stretch and it might not be super comfortable, but the longer you hold it, the more you see the benefit of it. And then a yang phase is where you're downward dog, you know, moving through all of your poses just at a rapid um a rapid pace. So got the new moon phase, yang energy. That's when we set our intentions in the manifesting cycle. Then we have the waxing uh, crescent, which is about two to four days after new moon. And that's as it travels east in the sky and a small sliver of the moon becomes visible. At times, the rest of the dark side of the moon can be seen due to the phenomenon of earth shine um, in which the earth reflects the sunlight, causing the moon to glow. So the waxing crescent is a yin energy, and that's when you're going to relax into your intentions. Then we move into the first quarter, which is five to eight days after the new moon, and illuminates the half half of the moon. At this stage in the lunar cycle, it's one-fourth complete, and half the moon appears, um, depending on your geographic location, some will see the right half and some will see the left half. It depends which hemisphere you are on. And the first quarter is yang energy, so that's when you're going to take discerning action to nurture your intentions. So whatever seeds you planted eight days prior at the new moon, you're going to start moving towards um, bringing those into your reality, doing, um, taking 
steps towards achieving what you want. Not just hoping and wishing and praying. You have to actually take steps. So I didn't just happen to find myself living in Africa. I had to plan for it. I had to see how that would fit into my life. I had to make plans for my children and my spouse. And um, there were real life things we had to do to get here, even though the the divine really did help. Um, after the first quarter, you have the waxing gibbous. So that moon appears nine to 12 days after the new moon. And it's as it's as the moon visibly grows larger in the sky, it becomes increasingly illuminated until the arrival of the new moon. So it's when you look up at the moon, you're like, oh, wow, that's almost a full moon. That's kind of the time when you um, trust that the perfect intentions are manifesting in divine timing and kind of prepare yourself um, in this yin phase for the coming full moon. So the full moon appears 13 to 16 days after the new moon. When the entire face of the moon is illuminated by the sun. This marks the halfway point in the lunar cycle when the sun and moon are on opposite sides of the earth. And um, this is when a supermoon can appear. And it's when the moon is at its closest point to the earth in its orbit. So that is a yang energy. And you want to move ahead with your intentions. Um, this is when things will kind of pop into your into your field of reality. Um, sometimes something it's some it's an intention that you set two weeks prior, and sometimes it's something that you set a full six months prior, depending on what um, zodiac sign you're in. So let's just say the Capricorn new moon is in January. The corresponding full moon in Capricorn is in the June to July time frame. So it's a full six months later. So even though we talk about manifesting and setting intentions in two-week cycles, really big things can unfold in six-month cycles um, because that is when the correspond the like the zodiac sign with the new and the full moon correspond. So any like big things you plant in January under the Capricorn new moon will manifest under the um, full moon in June to July. If same thing with Aquarius, that's in February, the new moon in Aquarius, um, the full moon is going to be in the July, August time frame. And I say um, June, July, July, August, because there's a new moon and a full moon every two weeks, but with 52 weeks in the year that um, doesn't directly line up with the Gregorian calendar of January, February, March, April, May. So you can't always just say the new moon in Capricorn every year is in um, June because it's exactly six months later. It doesn't quite work like that because there's also some floating full moons that will pop in, but I will talk about those at a later time. So after our full moon energy, when we are moving ahead with intentions or accepting that our intentions were not for the best, we're going to release them and adjust course at this point. Um, if something doesn't feel right, even if it was something that you um, planted two weeks ago, you can just release it easily with um, love and light because your path will be illuminated. The waning gibbous phase, which is the sixth lunar phase, um, also referred to as the disseminating moon phase, appears 17 to 20 days after the noon moon, after the new moon, as visibility begins to decrease. So this is a yin energy, and this is when you express gratitude for your intentions manifesting perfectly, and you receive them graciously. 
The third quarter moon appears 21 to 24 days after the new moon with the exact opposite appearance of the first quarter moon. At this stage, the lunar cycle is then three-fourths complete, and the half of the moon that appears lit during this phase is dependent, again, on the geographic location. So some will see the right, some will see the left. It depends, again, on the hemisphere. So now that I'm in the southern hemisphere, I'm going to start really paying attention to which side those are on. Everything's inverted for me now, having moved from Washington, D.C. to uh, southern Africa. And that third quarter moon is um, yang energy, and this is kind of my favorite part of the manifesting cycle. It's when you, you've set your intention at the new moon, you've uh, harvested at the full moon, and then you're moving through the um, getting ready to set a new intention at the upcoming new moon, but the yang energy of the third quarter moon is acknowledging, receiving your intentions, harvesting the fruit, enjoying the fruit, and then you're giving back from a place of abundance. So this is where you're going like, wow, I am so blessed. I feel so fortunate that something that I put into my field of reality is suddenly here. And when um, you have a full cup, it's very easy to give. So that's kind of my favorite place in the cycle. Okay. Um, after the third quarter, moon, which was the seventh phase of the moon, you have the eighth phase of the moon, which is the waning crescent. Uh, it's also referred to as a balsamic moon, and it's like a tiny little sliver. It appears 25 to 27 days after the new moon, and is the final stage of the lunar cycle when the sun illuminates less than half of the new moon. This phase uh, concludes when the sun and moon rise at the same time and starts the lunar cycle over again with the new moon during days 28 to 30. Uh, that is a yin energy where you reflect, rest, and restore in a state of gratitude. Um, all right, so we're going to take a break. You're listening to Golden Otter Divinations with me, Autumn Seibel. And when we get back, we'll explore more about planting intentions and harvesting manifestations, specifically with new and full moon rituals. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You are one moon away from living your best life. Did you know you can transform your life in 30 days with lunar manifestations? Start using the law of attraction to manifest by the cycles of the moon. Autumn Seibel has created two incredible platforms for you to learn, grow, heal, and step into who you truly are. Visit goldenotter.us to begin your manifesting journey today. We are back on Golden Otter Divinations with me, Autumn Seibel, exploring how to plant intentions and harvest manifestations with new and full moon rituals. Uh, before we continue, I want to make sure everyone knows how to contact me, though. So here is my information if you're looking for it. My website is goldenotter.us. That's golden, like the precious metal, and otter, like the precious animal, .us, or you can find us at goldenotterdivinations.com, all typed out. Um, super easy to find. Also, we have a fresh new look, so go check it out. The website's been uh, totally redesigned and updated. You can visit the About page for a deep dive into my backstory and how I came into the practice of mediumship. You can check out our updated radio page where you can listen or watch all listen to or watch all previously recorded episodes, which are also over on YouTube under Golden Otter Divinations. While you're there, we would so appreciate it if you would subscribe. 
Um, and our shop doors are now open. So pop in and get a copy of my new book, Lunar Manifestations, A Medium's Guide to Manifesting by the Cycles of the Moon, which offers a year of new and full moon rituals to help you move from the life you're living to the one you're dreaming about. We also have a member section, which has as a private co-creation forum for manifesting by the cycles of the new and full moon. Uh, click the Join Now tab to get in on the fun. And last but not least, there is a page where you can connect. You can connect with me if you'd like to reach out. I love hearing from you about the show, the rituals, the moon, mediumship, and whatever else metaphysical happens to be on your mind. So yeah, go over to goldenotter.us or goldenotterdivinations.com to connect. So we're back talking about my new book, Lunar Manifestations, A Medium's Guide to Manifesting by the Cycles of the Moon. Uh, Now I want to talk about what mediumship and the moon have in common and how you can use the moon to supercharge your law of attraction game and the reason why new and full moon rituals truly work. So mediumship and the moon are both ways that we connect to a higher consciousness. They're both entry points, if you will, into accessing um, unexplored parts of ourselves, exploring our relationships with others, and uncovering the meaning of and our journey towards our soul's purpose um, in incarnating in this lifetime here on the earth plane, in the physical. They're really both just access points to understanding why here and why now. Um, if we could have, if we could incarnate into any time period on any astral plane in any level of consciousness why have we come to this exact point so why are we all sharing this consciousness um, where i'm able to connect to you over radio waves instead of in some fifth dimensional space where we could just send each other thoughts um that's sort of how i see this that's kind of how i got into this Uh, mediumship development circles usually occur every two weeks which is how I started to make the connection between manifesting and the moon. Initially, it started with setting the intention each week to open myself up more and more to spirit to explore my connection with the divine, um, both internally and externally, and what that meant in my life. I had a lot of healing to do around um, the death process and transition. And once I made peace with that in my life through the practice of mediumship, I was ready to see what was next in this metaphysical realm. Um, As I grew my mediumship practice over the last 10 years and realized I was consistently able to channel and open myself up to the other side in a safe, um, held, and protected way, um, I feel like I I just, just feel like I wanted to explore what was next. I also didn't I also realized that it would be really easy to get stuck in a story about what it means to be a medium in our modern world and sort of saw that medium box and decided, oh, you know what? That is not just something I can do. That's something everybody can do. I truly believe that. And manifesting and the moon were sort of my way of getting outside the box and making this a bigger um making the picture bigger to include everybody. Because again, I really, that's my thing. I really do believe that anybody can practice mediumship. I believe that anybody can manifest their reality. And um, I think the moon is just a great natural way to do that because it's free and we can all have access to it. It is 
It doesn't belong to anybody. The moon is all of ours. So, um, in comes the law of attraction, manifesting, and moon magic. I'm an educator by training, and spirit almost always uses me in that capacity when I channel. And by channel, I mean connecting to spirit on the other side, connecting to our loved ones on the other side. Um, That includes babies who haven't incarnated yet, and pets. (laughs) So, um, when I channel, education is kind of the lens that my mediumship tends to take. So my new book is an education resource for individuals who want to know more about mediumship and how to connect to their loved ones without the assistance of a medium. So this is a learn at your own pace book to develop your own skills, which again, we all have. I've said it before. It's like um, learning to mediumship is like learning to play the piano. Anyone can just sit down and start tap it at the keys, but it takes a certain ear and a certain um, fine-tuning of our skills to be able to do it consistently. And uh, that's about all it is. And trust, obviously. Um, So the book, as well as the members form on my website, allow anyone to access their ability to channel with confidence in a calm atmosphere at their own pace. Um, For me, development circles were where I kind of cut my teeth on mediumship Uh, development and I was in a really great spiritual community where I was held and I felt safe um, to explore my gifts and to kind of understand how other people's gifts work Um, and I realized that that was um, that's rare not I didn't grow up with knowing about development circles so I know how hard it can be to access that um, atmosphere and so that's why I created my lunar manifestations form and the book to give everyone everywhere access to um, a safe space so the two week the two week cycles of the new and full moon help us allow a natural flow to our experiences and also give divine timing a chance to unfold the miraculous because as much as we want to plant seeds and harvest the fruit and plant seeds and harvest the fruit really it's our cooperation and dancing in concert with the divine that allows things to pop um, miraculously and that's what keeps it fun and interesting because <laughs> if you could just manifest absolutely everything and know when it was going to happen, that would kind of take the fun out of this whole earth experience, this whole um, earth plane experience. So over the course of the last year, I wrote a series of new and full moon rituals, which are basically a playbook of how I manifested everything I'd been dreaming about into my physical reality. Now, what I want is going to be vastly different from what everybody, from what any of you want. Um, I wanted an adventure and I wanted to live somewhere that was perfect for my family and rural Africa is that place. Um, we didn't we didn't even anticipate that that's where it would be and that is what is so fun when you're creating with the divine because you you feel, you put your intentions in there and you try to just feel your way into something and when you feel your way into what feels good, Your soul naturally guides you to where you're supposed to be. Um, So that's how I (laughs) went from dreaming about the life I wanted to live to having it actually be part of my physical reality. Um, I went from being a passive receiver of knowledge and inspiration to an active co-creator of my lived experience and um, physical reality. So we're all co-creating with the divine all the time, but moving through the new and full moon rituals each month 
helps activate the conscious part of the cre- of the creation process because we can monitor monitor our desires in a really simple way to know what is and isn't of our highest good. Like I was saying, when you feel your way into something, not think your way into something, you end up exactly where you're supposed to be because it's hard to fight our feelings. If something makes us sick or gives us, you know, a pit in our stomach, that's not the direction you want to be heading. If something feels you know, really light and makes your heart sing and fills you with joy. That's the direction you want to be heading. And the more you tune into those two frequencies, the more you'll be able to feel your way into the life you want to be living. And that's what the rituals help with each month. And the fact that it's every two weeks helps you build a practice slowly over time. This isn't a crash course. This is an unfolding practice. Um, The rituals move through each of the 12 signs with each new moon representing the time to plant an intention and the full moon being the time to harvest those intentions. So like I mentioned before, uh, there's a new moon and a full moon every two weeks within a lunar cycle, which is 30 days. But the corresponding full moon to each new moon isn't within that same month. So I gave the example before of the um, Capricorn full moon, which happens in January. The corresponding full moon is in the June-July time frame, so it's about six months later. And again, you move all the way through the, the, the 12 signs of the zodiac, Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces, Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, <laughs> Scorpio, Sagittarius. That's a pop quiz educators, zodiac signs, pop quiz. Um, When you move through those 12 signs, you're going to find the corresponding full moon six months later. So that's that. Okay. So the phase between a new and a full moon, like I said, is two weeks. And that's when the smaller manifestations come into form. And the phase between the new moon and its corresponding full moons is six months, which is when larger manifestations take form. So like I said, a big move like Af- moving to Africa was realized in about six months. We planted the intention last May uh, during the Taurus new moon, which we're almost exactly a year from. Uh, May 4th is the new Taurus new moon. And in under six months, we were packing our bags to leave. Um, actually, it was right about six months we were packing our bags to leave. Um, which again, that's how I knew that this was right because I planted intentions, I monitored monitored them, and I felt my way through it. It, it can sound really wild and really big and really spectacular, but really I knew it was coming because I was slowly creating and slowly building it. Um, okay, so we are going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we will talk a little bit more about new and full moons, some law of attraction stuff, and then, um, you know, harvesting at the full moon. You're listening to Golden Otter Divinations. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, we're back on Golden Otter Divinations, talking all things new and full moons with me, your host, Autumn Seibel. And uh, today we're talking about my new book, Lunar Manifestations, A Medium's Guide to Manifesting by the Cycles of the Moon. So new moons, fresh starts, and new beginnings. What does setting intentions actually mean? So setting intentions means consciously planning and creating your future self and ideal life by getting clear on what you want to draw into your life. 
that by virtue of that thing appearing crowds out that which is no longer serving you. So the idea here is that it's better to bring something new in that allows the old to fall away rather than fo focusing on pushing out the old without having a clear idea of what new desire you want to come in and fill that space. So a big intention in my life was moving to a new location that would be an ideal fit for our family. We were really happy where we were, but we were growing and changing, and we realized that if we didn't make a move sooner rather than later, um, we just weren't going to fit in that space anymore. And so never did we imagine that that place would be rural Africa, but by letting go of all expectations and focusing on our desired outcome of how we wanted to feel in that new space, the universe crowded out all other options, and here we are in the exact perfect place for our family. So I say I and we because um, in our family, we, and by family, I mean my husband and my daughters. We, I have a six-year-old and three-year-old. Um, I'm a mother. I'm a young mother, and I do everything focused around my family and what is going to be best for all of us. If I was still a single gal doing all of this, um, I'm sure that my intentions would be a lot different. But for right now, where I'm at in my life, it's really about what's going to be best for my family. And now that I'm really conscious about this manifesting stuff, um, I monitor it, not in a super rigid way, but in a, how is this going to unfold for everybody? Is this going to be of everyone's highest and best? Um, it's never just what's in it for me. And we'll talk about that a little bit more in the show as well as how Africa popped into our reality. Um, so how can you set monthly intentions? Ask, believe, and then receive. I actually like to say ask, believe, receive, give thanks, repeat. Because the giving thanks and the giving back part of the abundance cycle and the manifesting cycle, I personally think is kind of the magic sauce that makes the whole thing go around. Because um, it can kind of be easy to be like, oh yeah, I get free parking spots everywhere I go because I manifest them, um, which can kind of like lose its razzle and dazzle if there's not some sort of ebb and flow with the way that you give. Uh, maybe that's not the best example, but um, what I'm trying to say is it can be easy in the manifestation mindset to kind of get off track and, and not realize all the little things that are happening because you're focused on something bigger. Okay, but how can you set monthly intentions? So now's a good time because tomorrow is the new moon in Taurus on May 4th. Um, if you're listening to this at a later date, just take a look at an astrological calendar. You can go on goldnutter.us um, to find that in the members area or just Google it. And what you're going to want to do is note the date of the new moon and corresponding zodiac sign. Then use a designated journal, notepad, or um, again in the online lunar manifestations forum to write a list of what you want to manifest. Uh, aim for a number that feels right for you, 10 tops, um, using positive and affirming language such as I am or I will instead of I want or I need. You can also just start with um, I have or I did and make it as a, a declarative statement like it's already happened. So you want to focus on what you desire to draw into your life. Again, that by virtue of manifesting it will crowd out that which no longer serves you. So this is your space to dream big. And I mean really big because if um, no one's laughing at the absurdity of your dreams, it's not big enough. <laughs> 
Um, so there's no place for judgment here, only optimism. And when you reread re your list, you should literally laugh out loud at how big the dreams are. Because once you start drawing those dreams from the ethereal phase plane or the um, immaterial plane to the material world, you'll begin to see how powerful you are at turning your thoughts into things. Um, another way you can do this, instead of just writing a list of 10 intentions, something I like to use is a life squared or a square of life, which is a throwback tool used by Florence Scovel Shin, who was an early 20th century metaphysician. You can find her stuff on YouTube. Um, your word is your wand, um, power of spoken word. Um, she's got a lot of stuff on there. So Google her, Florence Scovel Shin. But she uses a, a life squared, which is basically um, a four a quadrant with four squares. And you've got health, wealth, love, and perfect self-expression. I like to do this one each month because then you have 12 over the course of a year. And it's, it's really easy and it's a um, graphic organizer. And it's, um, it's a good way to look at, your, look at your manifestations in a super straightforward way. So you've got four squares. And you could do this by folding a piece of paper in half um, hamburger style and then half again hot dog, taking it back to school. Um, or just drawing a line down the middle and then turning it, drawing a line down the middle. So you have four quadrants. You're going to label one health, label one wealth, label one love, and the last one perfect self-expression. And write out your four big things that you're hoping to manifest. So something with health could be you want to start moving more or lower your blood pressure or um, crowd out meat or get your diet under I mean, anything. Or it could be sleeping. It could be anything health-related, something that has to do with your physical body. Wealth, here we're talking about abundance. And um, again, I've, I've said this before, that money is just an, a placeholder for energy. So it's really just how um, you want to move the dial on your your vibration, your energetic vibration. Um, the more we have, the more we can give. The more we give, the more we have. So that's just a, a gauge. Love, that can be an intention that you want to set. Drawing a new love in, fostering the love that you have with a partner or a spouse um, or a, a, with your family unit. I like to put in there a lot of times, like when I'm not feeling super connected with my kids because I'm getting too busy, that I just get some like really good mommy love time and I just get to ground into um, being with them or being with a family, all of us together. And then perfect self-expression, that's how you show up in the world. Like what are you doing on a daily basis that um, b lights you up? And lights other people up. And when you're doing that thing, that that area of your life where you're just on fire and you're doing you, um, what does that look like? Perfect self-expression. You know, some people call it your zone of genius. It's when you're doing the things that come easy to you and just feel really fun. Um, so that's a really fun one that you can do for setting intentions. And then um, you look back at it at the full moon to see how if, if all those things still hold true or um, if you're ready to release any of those. So with the law of attraction, if an intention doesn't resonate 100% with your hopes, dreams, and deepest desires, keep it off your list. Setting new intentions each month, especially using the four square, um, helps us learn how to feel as if we already have what we want, which with practice allows us to manifest quicker, easier, and at a larger scale from one moon 
to the next. Um, as the late Wayne Dyer says, uh, feel the feeling of the wish fulfilled. And this is when you want to listen to your heart and plant the seeds of intention, again, by how they feel, not what you think you should be doing, but how you would feel doing it or how it feels as you're writing it. Um, also, keep in mind the, the phrase, this or something better now manifests for the highest good of all concerned. So affirmative statements allow the universe to substitute manifestations as needed that align with the best possible outcome for all involved and keep your karma clear and your vibration high throughout the moon phases. Um, in all of the new full moon rituals, we address best practices for mediumship and manifesting in terms of focusing on what is of the highest and best for all involved. Because on a subconscious level, others can feel it when you're trying to get into their energy, um, when you're getting in their energetic space or their vibration or muddling with their soul's journey. So basically, it's a keep your side of the street clean policy, meaning it's not our job, no matter how compelled we feel to manifest for another person, place, or entity. And as a mom, I, you know, sometimes have a hard time with that because, you know, you want you want your, your children's lives to be as perfect as they can be. Um, and with a, with a partner, it can be hard because you can think that what you want is for both of you. But you really just have to monitor what is the best for you. And then when you set that intention, know that when you're resonating at a really high energy frequency and you're living in alignment with your soul's journey, the people who are on your path and who are meant to be on that path in the best possible way will stay. And the ones who aren't will will fall away and that will be okay. Um, you could also just get your family in on this too. Like, like I was saying, in my case, we didn't just happen to move to Africa because I said, you know what, I want to move to Africa and manifested it. No, we moved towards that as a family through conscious planning. Um, you know what? We're going to take a break. When we come back, we will talk more about full moons. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Ready to step into your dream life here in the physical? Do you wish there was a DIY guide for starting your metaphysical journey? Autumn Seibel has created an ebook for exactly this. The Lunar Manifestations Guide offers a year of new moon and full moon rituals to help you move from the life you've been living to the one you are dreaming about. Visit goldenotter.us and get your download instantly. Use promo code SUMMER for 10% off. We are back on Golden Otter Divinations with me, Autumn Seibel, discussing harvesting manifestations with full moon rituals. We're also talking about my new book, Lunar Manifestations, A Medium's Guide to Manifesting by the Cycles of the Moon. So we're going to talk about um, turning points, decisions, and closure. That is what full moons um, show up to show us. So the path is now illuminated is a phrase that comes to mind during this time because it's when you'll receive guidance on which direction to head with your desires by using your internal GPS system or your soul's guidance. Um, so co-creation. In the intervening two weeks since the new moon, when you set your intentions or planted your intentions, you consciously collaborated with individual situations and opportunities taking effective action to draw your intentions from the immaterial plane to the physical plane, shaping your dream life. So um, Demetra George has a great quote, the fruit embodies the full actualization of the essence of the seed. 
So I like to think of that just like our soul. When we incarnate into this earth, we have a plan. You know, we meet with our our um, higher teachers and we review our life before we incarnate and kind of decide, gosh, what is the lesson my soul is heading to earth to learn? Who are the people that are going to be in my path? What's my soul family going to look like? Um, basically, why am I why am I showing up in this time space reality? And all of those little agreements and decisions are are buried in our soul. And through our life's journey, um, we uncover those those turning points, those those big decisions. Um, and it just reminds me of the quote: "The fruit embodies the full actualization of the essence of the seed." So it's like saying our soul has everything within us when we show up. We just have to follow what feels best in our life to live out our soul's journey. That's why when things just feel like really hard and crunchy, it's like, oh, why am I doing this? Like, it doesn't feel right. That's a time to really stop and think like, is that why I came here to earth? Is this a lesson I really need to learn and move through? Or am I making things harder on myself and it's time to pivot. So the full moon is the time in the manifesting cycle to take inventory of what desires have come to fruition or what may have changed in the last two weeks and no longer um, serve you or no longer have the highest good for all involved. You can also at the full moon go back six months to the new moon of whatever zodiac sign you're in to um, check what intentions you had set. So we talked about the four square of life that has health, wealth, love, and perfect self-expression that you would have set during that lunar month. Again, this is all part of the rituals, so you could just buy the book and do it like that or go to the members forum or just do it on here. Um, But that's how you can go back and check. So full moon, enjoy the fruits of your labor or course correct. So it's kind of the sweet spot of manifesting. You get to enjoy the things that at one point were just a twinkling in your eye, um, a desire in your heart or an idea in your mind, and um, or decide if things need to change. Um, the song, uh, the 70s song, Dancing in the Moonlight, which I actually played at my wedding, um, by King Harvest always comes to mind, which is, you know, everybody's dancing in the moonlight. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to sing. You can Google the song. Um, but that's what it kind of, the full moon reminds me of that. And we all connect with the full moon. There's so much, um, myth and lore around the full moon. Um, the full moon doesn't make us do anything, but there is a natural joy and a type of celestial high that comes at the full moon because we intuitively know as a species that something is changing, something, the fruit is ripening and it's ready to be enjoyed. Um, course correcting. This is also the time for that. It, Like we were just talking about that collective sense that we all get about the moon. It's gotten a bit of a bad rap for making us do things. Um, and yes, we are microorganisms reacting instinctually to its flow. Um, you know, the moon does control the tides of the ocean. Um, but we're also conscious beings that have the ability to use the moon to our advantage uh, by harvesting its manifesting powers. And we have the agency to change our path. And the full moon invites us to do exactly that by illuminating our choices, decisions, and actions that have led us to that exact moment. So what should you do with the full moon? Reap what you have sown or release anything holding you back. 
Um, so to go back to our course, our um, manifestations journaling, this is an activity you could do. You'd note the date of the full moon and corresponding zodiac sign, and then in a dedicated journal, note space, or in the lunar manifestations form if you'd like, you can reflect on your new moon intentions from two weeks prior. Um, it, this is a time when things like really pop and can materialize really quickly, almost by magic. And the manifestations... Um, are always preceded by your dedicated work setting and monitoring your new moon intentions. So it's also time to release anything holding you back, meaning you can easily let go of anything that no longer feels right. And again, you're using the feeling as your internal GPS um, because abundance is yours by divine right and you don't have to fight for that. So if something doesn't feel like it's something you want to pursue, maybe it it felt like a good idea two weeks ago or felt like a good idea six months ago, but it no longer feels right, you can just release it. And you can always ask your guides, angels, and teachers to assist you at this time. Um, this is a good time to also remember the law of substitution, which is um, you want to remain open in this moment because you could be presented with an opportunity that is different from what you previously asked or planned for, but is that but is but that is still in alignment with your desires. So to go back to moving to Africa, it's a great example. My spouse and I thought we were headed to South America. Um, we didn't ask for a specific location, but we were putting our energy towards um, a list of 10 things that was going to be best for our family. And we never mentioned a um, an exact uh, country or city. We did things like clean air and green spaces and good schools for our children and feeling safe and it being welcoming to Westerners or outsiders. Um, there was, you know, a list of 10 things that were very specific to us. And in our mind, we thought we'd be going back to South America. We've been there before. We we just thought that's what was coming coming next. And boom, Africa popped in under six months. And instead of being scared, we we looked at it and we said, oh my gosh, this hits everything and it just feels right. It has everything we kind of asked for, which um, we used one of the new moon rituals, coincidentally the new moon in Taurus uh, planting ritual, which you should go check out, um, to do this. And we jumped at the opportunity to explore a new region of the world, uh, knowing that source, the universe, God, infinite intelligence um, had our back. And now we have landed here and, and, we, and we are confident that we made the right decision because we felt our way here. We didn't think our way here. Because if we'd thought our way here, there's just no rational way that we would have ended up, you know, at point Z starting at point A. Yeah. Um, or I should say point DC leading to point A. Okay. Anyways, another thing during the full moon is cathartic release. Um, that's releasing anything doesn't align with your highest ideals or your highest self in this moment. And you can write it down and burn the list, which is no longer serving you. So you might get emotional at the full moon, and that's okay. Uh, let that out and give it to Mother Earth to transmute. You can write things that are bubbling up for you on a piece of paper, burn them, shred them, give it back, um, cry, <laughs> take a bath, do whatever you need to do that feels right. The, um, the rituals in the book go through this um, with the different energy, with the different um, energy of each zodiac sign. So some are more, um, you know, focused on this process. 
Transmutation, speaking of, that is um, allow yourself to fully feel everything that comes up for you at the full moon and then wash it that energy away. You can do it in a lake, a river, um, the, the rain, shower, or a bath, and know that Mother Earth will take that from you through the process of transmutation. So the full moon is also a good time. If you've wandered out of alignment with your new moon intentions or larger life vision, you can correct course now. Some things you might want to consider are, is there anything holding you back from your new moon intention? Are you afraid of someone or something? Are you angry at yourself or another? Have you betrayed yourself or been betrayed by another? What's frustrating you in this moment? Do you need to forgive yourself or another? Are you ready to accept that you're a conscious co-creator with the universe? Because that can sometimes hold us back. And sometimes the full moon is that time when we look and say, oh my gosh, I'm really in control. This isn't all just happenstance and life's not happening to me. I can be an active co-creator. Um, you might want to ask yourself, do you trust in the divine unfoldment of your life? Do you believe that your manifestations will come at the perfect time and in the perfect way? Getting over resistance can be really important and the full moon can be a time to to just kind of push through that. Um, and are you ready to embrace your superpowers? Or have your a view, um, yeah, so are you ready to embrace your superpowers? Let's end there. Okay, well, that kind of sums up the new and full moons. Um, thank you so much for listening. Before we go, I do want to talk about my free Lunar Cycles Toolkit, which you can get, talking about the eight phases of the lunar cycle and the yin and yang energy. If you go to goldenotter.us, you can um, uh, sign up and get a free copy right there. So thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow Golden Otter Divinations on Instagram where you can check in and let me know about your golden moments so Spirit and I can cheer you on. And if you'd like to contact me by the book or join our private co-creation Forum Lunar Manifestations, visit my website, goldenotter.us. That's golden like the precious metal and otter like the precious animal. Please take a minute to sign up for our bi-weekly email and get up-to-date info on all things golden otter. Thank you so much for tuning in. I had an amazing time sharing this sacred co-creation space with you. Have a great week, and I will feel your positive vibes back here next time. Thank you for listening to Golden Otter Divinations, where the metaphysical meets the mainstream with Autumn Seibel. Tune in the first Friday of every month at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Exploring where the metaphysical meets the mainstream, Golden Otter Divinations helps you draw in the abundance that is yours by divine right. For more information or to listen to this show, visit goldenotter.us. That's golden like the precious metal and otter like the precious animal.us.